hello and welcome back to the Branding Beauty Podcast with me, Sarah Collins. And me, Kira Lynch. We are on episode what now, Kira? Five? Six. Six. Oh my god. Kira, you hosted by yourself last week. How did you feel about that? Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit weird kind of back talking to myself. It definitely took me a few minutes to get into it and realize that there was no one else here. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was a bit strange, actually, because I was on annual leave and I I actually missed waking up on the Monday morning to record. That's good. It's it's part of your routine now. It, it really has. It's become something that I've been looking forward to every Monday. So I'm excited to be back recording. We are filming on a Tuesday this week, mm. which is a bit of a change. But it's been a busy last week for both of us. It was our birthdays. Double Leo celebration. I know. Oh, my God. You had a good birthday. I did. I went to... I went to Soho Farmhouse, which was really lovely. First time going down there. Um, and it was really nice. We started off by like getting a room upgrade. Oh, oh my God. Dreamy. And yeah, went down on a Thursday. It was just for one night. Came back on the Friday um, and then had like some celebrations then with some friends in London over the weekend. So I was a bit tired by the time Sunday came. I can imagine. A busy few days, but an enjoyable few days. I'm sure it was nice to get away for a bit. Yeah, no, it definitely was. And actually, my only thing is I kind of wish I was there longer. And I think when you spend at least two or three days somewhere there, you actually do get a point where you get to kind of relax a little bit. Yes. Um, But no, it was really lovely. And yeah, I'm already looking forward to going back. But how was your birthday? Mine was good. It was pretty chill because I went to Seville a few days prior. So that was kind of my birthday treat. It was like the best trip. Just I was barely on my phone. The only time I was on my phone was when I was taking pictures or taking videos. And it was so nice to just completely take a break from social media in a way. Because sometimes it can become a lot, especially when you're working in it. And then obviously you have your own thing you can get burnt out quite easily. And I think I probably was at that point. Yeah. So having those few days to just completely chill, it was like the best thing ever. I came back and I was like, okay, I feel ready to go again. Because I think I lost my spark maybe for a little bit, but I feel like I have it back now again, which is quite nice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say it, but until... Like, because people say it to me, right, when I go through these phases where I'm like, I'm so burnt out, I'm so (laughs) tired, my creativity is on the floor, like, I just can't. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, but just take a little break. And it always is a point where you're like, it's really busy, I can't really take a break. But it's honestly the best thing that you can do. I always find, like, when I take a couple of days off... I end up like just jumping back online to even make a note of like an idea that I have or you yeah Yeah. it's it's definitely like the best thing yeah no I'm so glad that that helped um with your creativity and stuff because there is kind of like nothing worse and you're like I I don't know what I'm doing here not that you don't know what you're doing but you're just like it's like there's this 
wall up and then you get frustrated at yourself because you're like I know I can do this and I've done it before and I've created all of this stuff before but it's like when you're yeah. just so mentally and physically just burnt out the spark and it's it's so annoying but I think you like you're right I was on my yeah. phone taking videos and I think when you go to a place and you feel so inspired by even just the architecture and stuff I came back and I was like okay I'm ready I'm ready to go again one of the pressures is that does contribute to this it's something yes. we talk about as a team quite a lot but it is kind of video content it is the topic for today and it's how to get more views on TikTok. I feel like TikTok is a platform that obviously we're obsessed with the views. That's the kind of the critical thing. Yeah. Whereas on Instagram for years, it was the followers and then it was the aesthetic and then it's like the engagement and and all of that. Whereas I think we understand that we want our real views to be high. But I feel like on TikTok the goal is video views the goal and it's so much easier which is why I think a lot of people are going more towards TikTok now than Instagram I mean I know like from a personal standpoint when I post videos and stuff on TikTok I remember Kira one day it must have been two years ago during lockdown I posted a video and it got one million views I love that yeah, now that video is now archived because it was the most embarrassing video ever. What was it? It was an it was like an ad that I did for a brand. I was promoting Amazon actually. Just casually influencing. Yeah, just casual, you know, professional yeah. influencer here. But I did <laughs> an ad for them and it reached like one point one million views. And then obviously I mean that was like within an hour, probably two hours. And then the followers shot up and stuff. But that absolutely blew my mind. And that was when I was kind of like, okay, TikTok is going to be the next big thing here. It was absolutely insane. It's about kind of like finding your niche. There's a couple of different areas that we're going to talk about with with getting video views, our experience of it. Um, a lot of like the beauty brands that we're still working with is actually like Instagram is still kind of the main platform for them some were venturing into Pinterest some were venturing more into like paid media um and we've got a couple like one or two brands that are kind of um really wanting to amp up on TikTok because it's another investment in many ways it's a bigger content creation investment in yeah. terms of resource not necessarily in terms of cost for videos um because i think what in what tiktok bring to the table is more authenticity so it's way more acceptable to have like unpolished videos so where i think on instagram we had to like go for like high production and professional yeah. videos and almost like that um yes of course you can do that for tiktok you're not going to be penalized but it is a little bit more raw i think Oh, 100% it is. Yeah. And I, I actually prefer that, like, as important as Instagram aesthetic kind of is for us at the agency and the brands we work with all love it. I also think we're moving into an age now where it's probably less important in a way for a lot of people, which is why I think people prefer TikTok and how casual it is, how chill it is. You don't necessarily have to have a perfect tiktok grid you know you can just mm. kind of 
it's it's a little bit more relaxed which I think is why a lot more people and a lot more maybe brands in a way prefer that platform yeah of course and it's like it's even just the editing the editing on TikTok of a video in platform was much easier I think now Instagram has come a long way and especially with templates I think templates have changed the game and made content creation and you know transitions and stuff a little bit more accessible for people who just don't really want to be dealing with CapCut yeah and the likes um but the editing on TikTok was always a little bit easier um but yeah, where we've been kind of playing around with TikTok is more so from a personal perspective, agency perspective. Um, and it feels like, yeah, a little bit more authentic. I I keep using that word, but that's kind of what really it just it just feels like the right word to use. I mean, one of my kind of favorite examples is because it's also something where I don't feel like I've hashtag professionally failed at it if that makes sense but like so obviously I have a second podcast which is purely just for enjoyment and I just try not to allow the pressure of like content not performing on social to diminish my passion for it if that makes sense which I find happens a lot of people and that makes me really sad and I'm like no you should still just enjoy it like rather just you know it doesn't need to go viral on TikTok for you then to be successful at it um but we have the book podcast and for a really long time I was like I don't really know what way to kind of go with the social strategy but also I never really sat down and was like this is the this is the strategy this is what we're doing but anyway it kind of like it's okay on on Instagram it kind of doesn't really do all that much for us as soon as we started posting videos on TikTok I think within the space of about three weeks we got like 5,000 followers and the podcast just grew so much and it's because you just kind of strip it back to basics and it just kind of works like the video content and it's showing up and it's real and it's not super polished but it is what it is um and it and the podcast has seen like so much more success from TikTok a lot of podcasts I actually listen to have come from discovering them on TikTok as well really yeah so interesting a lot of um yeah I'm trying to think like um the Jordan North one I don't know if you listen to this but it's like uh help I sexted my my boss yeah fully fully discovered that on TikTok and now I love it oh my gosh Mm. that's so interesting but I think it's also TikTok is very much a community based platform I think sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult on Instagram to build that community it definitely takes a lot longer but I think on TikTok it's easier now they're probably I mean as with any platform there's a lot of negatives to TikTok as well I think sometimes you're opening yourself up to a lot of criticism and a lot of hate it's it's just much easier because of the algorithm but it's also a lot easier to grow and reach the right people yeah for sure so I suppose kind of in your experience Sarah what kind of videos because what I love about this as well is like everyone's for you page is so different but like for you kind of what 
viral videos have kind of stood out for you? Honestly, over the years, I mean, I remember during lockdown, it was just all the dancing videos. <laughs> you had yeah. like Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio and all of them would literally come up on my For You page. And I think over the years, it's definitely changed. One brand <clears throat> that is coming up on my TikTok all the time, every single day at the moment is Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, interesting. Yeah, especially her new, I mean, her ads and stuff are probably coming up because I recently bought one of the new lip blurs from the brand. Oh my God, it's so, so good. Mm. But a lot of her videos are coming up. Um, She recently announced that Bella Hadid was like their new global ambassador. So a lot of videos to do with her are coming up. But I, I think Charlotte Tilbury in general are actually quite a good brand to have nailed it on TikTok. I think they have a good balance between having like the high profile celebrities like Bella Hadid and stuff, but they also have a really, really good influencer strategy, which I quite like. I mean, their engagement rate on TikTok, I think is like 2.5% or, or something like that, which is quite high. And yeah. it seems to be a lot easier for them to reach people. I think I read somewhere that... um. Charlotte Tilbury have a better engagement rate on TikTok than Instagram. I also really like the influencer strategy approach that they've taken where people, you know, influencers of every kind of size really will come on and they'll do their makeup, but they do it in a very subtle way as well. You know, they might do get ready with me or a day in the life and they'll place in that video. It's not so much put the product in your face and here you go it's very much a, a relaxed approach which I quite I quite enjoy I do with Charlotte Tilbury though I feel like I definitely definitely agree with what you were saying I feel like with Charlotte Tilbury though they nail every element of their digital journey like the ads the content the names that they're getting in their influencers like it just is all on a different level like where I know like they're definitely a digital first platform or a digital first brand um they'd be a really good one to do a case study on like a full episode on just diving into them as a brand they actually would because when I was doing research for this podcast episode I also I never I never knew this before but they actually do an affiliate program for creators do they? Yeah, so it's called the Magic Beauty Stars. So basically creators can sign up and then they obviously receive commission every time someone purchases from like the Charlotte Tilbury website using a personalized mm. code. Yeah. So I think I was reading, I have it actually up here. The maximum discount for followers is 15% and affiliates themselves can receive a discount of 15 to 30%. Very good. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little case study on just Charlotte Tilbury, maybe to finish out the season. For sure, because I even think like her new app and stuff that she's brought out, I think that would be quite interesting to dive into a little bit more because I remember reading all about that and it actually has become quite successful. So I think that would be okay. really good. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe we'll do that for the final episode of the season. Um. What about you, Kira? Has there been any kind of brand or video that has stood out to you the most on TikTok? Charlie Tilbury does definitely come up for me quite a lot. Um, see, what I kind of like about it as well, so I've got like two different 
Instagram or sorry TikTok accounts so like yeah. one for you page is all books it's all books okay. and then the other one is like all beauty um mixed in with a little bit of like viral content in there as well so I'm kind of not like no major beauty brands are coming to to mind at the minute do you know actually what what does spring to mind of like videos for me that have been rememberable yeah on TikTok going viral is more like the CGI ones yes I actually saw a really good one this morning I think it was from Pandora I don't know if you've seen it yet but Kira it's so so good Oh, really? I've not yeah. seen it. Maybe I'm going to go on and look at it now. And also, I think it's really interesting to see how, like, the more luxurious beauty brands and fashion houses, like the likes of Dior and Gucci, I think it's really interesting to see how they've adapted as well to TikTok. Yeah. Sorry, I hate when um, you just go on and it's just like the first video is very loud. <laughs> um, Pandora interesting they have the official pandora and then pandora pandora the first one is music never mind <laughs> oh my god yes with the lockets and the shop yeah <gasps> yeah it's so smart and again it looks so real especially with the couple that are walking by and they look up at the house it looks so real but obviously it's fake unfortunately and also the so clever unlocking Copenhagen fashion week they must be a partner I think they are (gasps) see I just love a little bit of CGI because it makes me stop and go oh my god that's amazing um I feel like those are the videos that are standing out a little bit more for me at the minute um I'm trying to think if there's anyone else Yeah, I think they're the ones that have kind of been more so in my mind. Okay, so we're obviously looking at going viral and what does that kind of mean for a brand? I used to always say, and this is kind of like pre the world of TikTok, that going viral on Instagram mm-hmm. um, was kind of different for everybody in the sense that it would be what's a viral for you could be something very viral like you know we have a general term of like viral means yeah exposure to thousands if not millions of people and you know due to it just being a relatable piece of content or really funny and you know people are sharing it and it's just kind of it hits with people um either for the right reasons or the wrong reasons sometimes unfortunately um but what I used to always say in like kind of like five years ago is that what's viral to you and your content would generally be a little bit different so like for me a piece of content that would be going viral in the older days would be just anything that was like performing maybe three or four times better than my normal average so if on average I get a hundred likes and then something suddenly gets 800 900 that's like a low-key viral piece of content for me and Mm -hmm. sometimes when I say like oh yeah viral for you they're like no no it's not but in traditional terms that's kind of what it meant now that was like I said 
pre the world of TikTok and TikTok has just taken that and blown it right out of the water. So when we think about viral content on TikTok, we are kind of looking at the hundred thousands of views versus your average two, three hundred views, which I think a lot of people are getting at the beginning and it can be a little bit disheartening. And there's even like so many content series of like, okay, how to burst through that ceiling of the two, three hundred views. Now, there's there's a lot of different like strategies, like like viral strategies that we can talk about. Um, And we'll touch on some of them today. I think the biggest what types of videos kind of tend to go viral so the first one that I can kind of think out think about is things that kind of grab attention that might be an opinion piece that's a little bit off the grid or that it's really relatable so it's like like posing the question at the beginning of the video and and being like did you ever so and so or like I'm trying to think of an example now off the top of my head it could be like here's how you can get well actually no because they're a lot shorter and a lot snappier sometimes when I go on to like TikTok and videos come up people are like listen here and then they'll go into a next clip or whatever but I think when you're kind of coming up with what to say and how to grab people's attention especially on TikTok it is all about the first second realistically of a video because if you Mm. don't capture that person's attention then they're going to keep scrolling yeah so I've my brain has come back to me and I'm like when you talk about hooks and that was kind of what I the word I was trying to think of so it's like things I three things I wish I knew before I before I want started to be a social media manager for example or things I wish I knew before I started my fitness journey or um this is the number one secret to going viral on TikTok it's kind of like getting that piece of attention um and you're so right like that needs to be said within the first like three seconds because you want people to kind of um increase their watch time on your content and that's essentially gonna like have that ripple effect of like okay we've poured this out to 100 people what's been the watch time what's been the effect on that and then how can we obviously make this go a little bit further yeah for sure and I think a lot of more people are tapping into that actually but I do think now more people are definitely catching on to like using hooks and it also completely depends on your audience and who you're trying to reach because what might work for you may not work for another person so it it kind of is completely up to your followers who do you want to reach but yeah definitely people are are using a lot more hooks now compared to a few months ago when I don't think it was as popular Mm. but it also kind of like leans into the fact of like why you should niche down a little bit because the most successful social media accounts or the people that continue to go viral have had an element of defining what they talk about then to be able to kind of like find videos that are going viral or topics that are going viral in your niche then you can really hone in on questions that people are asking to be like oh actually I do want to know the answer to that I am going to continue and it then it it just aligns with your audience a bit more 100% like even now what comes to mind straight away for me is Neo on our team and absolutely 
they completely defined, they just posted a video, they continued posting for, I think Neve was saying like a week straight or something like that. And look at them now. They are absolutely huge. I know. And it, it, it's consistency as well. Although like that's, it can be quite challenging when you're not planning ahead, but consistency is actually really, really important for the growth element as well. Absolutely. And I think sometimes, you know, when you do continue to post, if you're posting every single day and you're not seeing the growth there straight away, it is quite draining. Like it's it's difficult because you're like, oh, my God, I'm posting every day, but why am I not seeing the followers go up or why yeah. aren't the views going up? But it's it takes time as with everything. It, it takes time. And I think staying consistent and being quite strict with it as well because you can't you kind of do have to be strict with it if you want to grow yeah when you are like at a stage in a a couple of weeks down the road where you have a healthy amount of followers and your engagement is healthy then you'll be like okay it was worth it me being strict and posting every single day it was it was all worth it in the end yeah I said this to somebody probably a few years ago when they were like oh how did you grow your Instagram account like past like 10k initially and I was like "Mm, I don't think you're gonna want to know the answer and they're like (laughs) why and I was like I posted three times a day on my feed for six to seven months and then I analyzed it and I was like yes that was effort yes that was probably a little bit excessive but I need I knew that I needed to put that groundwork in at the beginning um granted it was much easier back then right so we're talking like seven years ago it was much easier than it is now um uh but you could plan ahead a little bit more whereas now there is an element of like needing to be in the minute in the moment a little bit more um but I think yeah with with TikTok as well it's all about being like timely and planning things and yeah, I think if you can kind of get the timing right with things, yeah, it can be it can be really good. Like even I find like the guy with the sign in New York, even though they're all oh, on yes. in Instagram, but like even like the day after the Super Bowl, he had something up about Rihanna's performance or something. And it was just like it's those kind of key cultural moments that actually people are like yeah relevant it's it's like with all the barbie stuff right that might not be a hot like the the hot thing to talk about in a month or so but it's jumping on it right now and i think especially if you do work in the marketing world like if you work in beauty marketing fashion marketing whatever you kind of always have to be on top of things and your brain almost always has to be active and you're constantly looking online at cosmeticbusiness.com or wherever because you have to keep on top of all of this stuff all Mm. of the trends all of the like I remember Rihanna's Super Bowl performance the day after we had loads of people talking about it marketers were on top of it talking about how to adapt that's the strategy she used I think when you're working working in marketing especially even for beauty brands and fashion brands as well I mean as soon as Barbie kind of came out and people were promoting it Zara came out with their collection NYX came out with a collection so it really is all about keeping on top of it and you have to be quick you have to act fast if you want to stay ahead in the game yeah 
a hundred percent and you know I think naturally the next question for people will be okay but how do you find these videos that are going to go viral in your niche so like say for example you're in fitness or you run a I don't know a local coffee shop it could, could be like any level um what I would say to do is like literally look and see the search element on TikTok is incredible so you can go in and kind of search for like Instagram ideas for my coffee shop and actually see what has gone viral in the last week like you can use those filters to be like most relevant or like most viewed and I always kind of filter it within the last week or sometimes even just the last 24 hours because that's kind of what's most relevant within that space as well and I think that that I think that could be like an element that people maybe overlook sometimes is just kind of actually looking and seeing okay what is actually getting the views and sometimes it might even just spark another idea for you that could you could be like oh actually for our business this is how we could kind of flip that or whatever um I look at that I I do that all the time for video ideas and I think it's a lot easier to do on TikTok as well. I don't know. I find personally for me, it's easier to go on to like hashtags and look at how many hash like hashtags a certain thing has got or how many views or how many followers. I think on Instagram, you kind of have to put in a little bit more work. I don't know what it is, but I just find TikTok a lot easier to use when it comes to looking at views on a hashtag or a video or perform like video performance engagement rates. I just think it's a lot easier on TikTok. I don't know if if you think the same or if you think Instagram is kind of easier to use. But for me, TikTok is like the best place for me to go if I want to look at TikTok is going to be on Instagram the week after. TikTok is way more ahead ahead of the game. So if you're looking at something on TikTok, you kind of know straight away, okay, I need to get this piece of content ready because next week it's going to go viral on Instagram. Yeah, I 100%. And look, it will get to a point eventually where the timelines will, because Instagram's constantly in compete. Yeah. And it's always like, how can I make it better? It will come to a point where they'll probably be on par with each other. But for now, I definitely do agree with you that it's, it is a little bit more ahead of the curve and actually they're filtering and being able to kind of decipher based on when something has been posted Mm -hmm. I do really really love um another kind of strategy that I wanted to talk about as well with regards to hooks and videos that go viral is kind of something that we call the familiarity hook did I even say that word right familiarity (laughs) it's a long one it's a long one why I don't even know how I didn't realize I don't say that correctly um but I suppose what we've got we've got like a list of like those 15 different hooks um that we will probably we could do like a little blog post actually on that um next week so um we can definitely email out um everyone on our database when that blog post is live because I think in relation to this episode that might be a good one to post but kind of following that it's there's this um theory I'm actually gonna name it because I have it written down and it's called um familiarity hack and according to Malcolm Gladwell when storytelling um 
For storytelling, it connects people with names that they are familiar with. So when I'm telling stories online, it's a common technique for creators to use names that are popular. The more familiar you are with a name, the more connected you are likely um, to that piece of content. So how do we do this for TikTok. So again, you're kind of playing into what's already kind of done well or what's already gone viral. So a couple of examples of how people can do this is you either do a duet with either a famous video or um, somebody famous who has gone viral on with a piece of content and you do a duet with it, either reacting, for example, or kind of giving your two cents of opinion on it. Um, there's also the doing the trending dance. I think this is why dancing often works really well is because people are already familiar. They've seen the dance a few times. They know what to expect and they're kind of already in some way connected with it. Um, then there's also using a trending or a popular song as well. So it's kind of like we already know this video. Like the amount of times that I have watched... Um, Oh my God, what is the name of that song? Um, Like, so for example, Olivia Rodriguez and Vampire at the minute. I'll watch every single one of those videos because yeah. I love that song. And it's, you know, it's kind of almost that connection one. Um, the Savannah Bandanas do really good videos. I don't know. Do you follow them at all? No, I don't. You know, the, the number one family actually that comes to mind for me are the Kardashians and all the viral sounds that are on tiktok oh my god the funniest sounds that you can actually adapt to pretty much everything yeah a hundred percent it's kind of like just connecting with something that people already know it is um just to kind of finish this one out as well two more familiarity hacks is doing a trending skit which i think kind of leans into the kardashian element that you were speaking about and then consistently including your face as well so people will actually get to know you as well and be familiar with what you're doing which is kind of what I'm seeing a lot of creators doing at the moment not necessarily influencers but content creators where it might not even be you talking to camera but it's like the camera set up in the room Mm -hmm. and you're just typing away or on your laptop and then like text comes up I'm seeing that one a lot at the moment and I'm seeing a lot of people have success with it so I think even there's just like five ideas to kind of even get you started um with some familiarity hooks as well um obviously to make life easier for yourself we always recommend having some form of an organization when it comes to content creation big fan of a content calendar so I think if that's something that maybe you're struggling with we have um we have the social business academy download actually which did go out last year but it is like tiktok 101 for social media management so if you're listening and you're a business owner like not the full document might not all be so relevant to you but we've kind of included some hooks and some more familiarity hacks there's um a template for content creation um just to kind of brainstorm ideas you might find it like a really helpful like starter guide if you're really wanting to up finding trending trending videos and really kind of look at your um I suppose TikTok strategy in a bit more of a serious way um I know Pamela and I from who's 
also the co-founder of Social Business Academy with me when we created it last year like even we started using it we were like no this is amazing like we actually use it for clients now as well so we'll leave the link to that in the show notes if people find that really useful but yeah I suppose the biggest thing is just start I mean I think that's always like so much easier said than done but actually the more you use a platform the more you get to know it absolutely I agree and I think the one thing with TikTok is yes you have to have an idea of like what niche who's your target audience who are you trying to reach but also I, I think yes planning goes into it but planning kind of doesn't go into it as well I think sometimes you can just post something and then see how it goes kind of a thing I think with TikTok it's a lot easier to do that than with Instagram I feel like I keep bashing Instagram in this episode I actually love Instagram but I know (laughs) take the way I think with TikTok you can kind of just take it easy a little bit and just post and find your flow And you'll actually find out very quickly what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're all guilty of kind of like publishing something and then it doesn't go viral and then you don't post again for like two or three weeks. Um, We're all guilty of it for sure. But I think it's like trialing things out in a consistent way so like one day maybe might be one type of video the next day maybe tried but from a different trending sound or doing a voiceover like changing something different and I think it's always just keeping the momentum going and I also think one piece of advice I would give to if you're just a content creator or you're a brand is don't get too wrapped up in the views and the likes and the comments especially when you're starting off because it's it's not going to happen straight away for you and I think if you get too wrapped up in that it's a lot more difficult for you to create content whereas I think if you go into it with an open mind and just be like okay I'm going to do these videos I have a little bit of a plan together and I'm just going to go for it I actually think that's when you'll see your growth is when you're not wrapped up in okay I need to get a certain amount of likes and a certain amount of views go into it with an open mind and you'll actually get a better result I think yeah no I completely agree with you thank you (laughs) fab I think we're kind of going to leave it there for today I'm yeah I think we're out of time for today but thank you so much for listening as I said like all the kind of little bits and pieces we went through we'll leave in the show notes um yes and Sarah I really love the idea of the the Charlotte Tilbury case study I do too I actually really enjoy episodes like that you just dedicate one episode to different brands and I think Charlotte Tilbury is a really really good example to you since like they're all about social media that's the number one way they sell their products yeah a hundred percent okay so maybe we'll we'll close out the season with with that one um we've also got some really lovely guests who have reached out to us about wanting to be on the podcast which is really exciting so what we're going to do is try and get some people booked in before the season ends um but yeah we've got some some good things in the pipeline which is exciting um as always thank you so much for listening we'll be back next thursday if you're enjoying the podcast please subscribe tell your friends leave a review all of the good stuff um we really appreciate people who listen 
and we will see you next week. Bye.